0: Hello, friends and family. My name is Dale Spalding. Thanks for tuning in to today's devotional. Let's pray before we begin. Heavenly Father, we praise your name and we thank you for saving us through your son, Jesus. We pray, God, that you'll be with us today to teach us, to encourage us, and challenge us in today's devotional. In Jesus' name, amen. For those that know me, know that I love history, specifically family history. Not just the genealogy of names and dates, but I love uncovering the stories of my ancestors going back hundreds of years. Have you ever wondered about the faith of your ancestors of long ago? Did they believe in Jesus? Were they baptized in his name? Did they attend church faithfully? Today's devotional is about establishing a legacy of faith. In the Old Testament of the Bible, Moses speaks to how important it is to remember the stories of our ancestors. He writes these words in Deuteronomy chapter 32. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of past generations. Ask your father and he will tell you, your elders, and they will teach you. When I think about a legacy of faith, I think back at the faith of my ancestors that came long before me. As I've gotten older, I keep finding myself wanting to know their stories of faith more and more. The New Testament also speaks to today's topic of a legacy of faith, when the Apostle Paul writes the following to Timothy, who accompanied Paul on his missionary journeys. This is recorded in 2 Timothy chapter 1. He writes, I thank God, whom I serve with a clear conscience, as my ancestors did when I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day. Remembering your tears, I long to see you so that I might be filled with joy. I recall the sincere faith that first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and now I'm convinced is in you also. These remembering words from Paul are are so important. He says how he remembers you in his prayers every day, he remembers your tears, and how he remembers the faith of your grandmother and mother. That legacy of faith was important 2,000 years ago in the early church, so it should be important for us today as well. As I researched my Spalding ancestors going way back to 1575, yes, 1575. And I've been so encouraged as I've discovered bits and pieces of evidence of the faith of my ancestors that came before me. Stories like these. My ninth great-grandfather was Edward Spaulding, and he lived in the town of Chelmsford in the Massachusetts Bay Colony. In 1655, he carried a letter by horseback to the Reverend John Fiske, who lived about 25 miles away. This letter contained an invitation for Reverend Fist to become the first pastor in Chelmsford. He accepted, and he moved to Chelmsford to launch the first parish church in 1655, which my ninth-great-grandfather was part of. Edward Spaulding's son, Andrew Spaulding, born in 1652, was my eighth-great-grandfather, and he was a deacon at that first parish church. And his son, Andrew Spaulding Jr., born in 1678, who was also my seventh-great-grandfather, was also a deacon at that church, too. Then in 1727, his son, Deacon Andrew Spaulding III, my seventh-great-uncle, was one of 18 men who signed a covenant to plant the Second Church of Christ in Westford, Massachusetts. I am so blessed to know the legacy of faith. Of these ancestors of mine from over 300 years ago. I think about them a lot, and I look forward to seeing them in heaven someday. In Psalm 78, the Bible says this about passing out a legacy of faith to our children. I will declare wise sayings. I will speak mysteries from the past, things we have heard and known that our ancestors have passed down to us. We will not hide them from our children, but will tell a future generation the praiseworthy acts of the Lord, his might, and the wondrous works he's performed. When I think about this scripture, I'm reminded of my fifth great-grandmother, Sarah Spaulding. Sarah was the wife of my fifth great-grandfather, Captain Benjamin Spaulding, who served in the American Revolution with a New Hampshire militia. Sarah was a strong woman of faith. Here's what Sarah wrote on the flyleaf of the family Bible in September 1796 to her younger son, William Spaulding, who was 15 at the time. As you hear these words penned by my fifth great grandmother, Sarah, you can gain a glimpse into her deep faith in Christ. Here's what she wrote William, my child. I feel myself on the borders of the grave and of eternity. When I look back at life, I lament. When I look forward on eternity, I tremble. My principal concern in this world is for my children. I trust I have given up myself for them, for God and God's will for Christ's sake. Forgive me and accept of you. I thought to have written and left my advice on many points, that when I am dead, I may yet speak and advise you. I thought again that all I could advise was in the Bible. I have therefore desired Mr. Ainsworth to take some money that is my own and present you with God's word, with my charge for you to read it daily and strive to understand it. Remember, when you read this, that I cannot speak to you from the grave, or from the eternal world. But if I could, I should charge you to give up yourself to God in his holy covenant. Live daily by faith and repentance and obedience. Give up your children to God. Bring them up in the fear of God. Teach them that they must die and appear before God and that there is salvation in Christ and in no other. It is my dying prayer for you that God would keep you for the many errors and evils that are in the world, and that I might meet you and yours in heaven. Less than a month after she wrote those words, my fifth great grandmother, Sarah, passed away on October 3rd, 1796. She was just 57 when she died. I am so thankful that I can read her words 225 years after she wrote them. Her words are such a blessing to me, and I can't wait to meet her in heaven. When I think about my 5th great grandmother, Sarah Spaulding, I think about her legacy of faith and how important it is for me to pass on that legacy of faith to my children and grandchildren. Moses speaks to this in Deuteronomy chapter 4 when he writes... Only be on your guard and diligently watch yourselves so that you don't forget the things your eyes have seen and so that they don't slip from your mind as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to your grandchildren. So imagine for a moment a descendant of yours reading your faith story 250 years from now. I don't know if my fifth-grade grandmother Sarah was thinking that far in the future when she wrote those words to her son, on the flyleaf of the family Bible, but I'm so thankful she did. Her words will be forever treasured by me, my family, forever. So how do you pass on a legacy of faith? Good question, right? Passing on a legacy of faith happens as we go about our daily routines. When your children see you reading the Bible, they see that God's word is important to you. When your family sees you serving someone in need, they learn how to love others. When your children see you sharing your faith by starting a spiritual conversation with someone, they see how important your faith is to you. When you teach your children about the giving of tithes and offerings, they see how important it is to have a grateful, a generous, and obedient spirit. When your children see you ask your waitress how you can pray for her, and then praying for her before your meal, they see the importance and power of prayer. So as we wrap up today's devotion, I'd like to encourage you to think about some next steps that you could begin today to establish your legacy of faith. I'm so thankful for my fifth great grandmother, Sarah Spaulding, who wrote those beautiful words on the flyleaf of the family Bible so many years ago. So thankful for her. So imagine your descendants, your fifth great-grandchildren, someday reading the stories of your legacy of faith 200 years from now. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for putting that legacy of faith on our hearts. Help us each day to establish that legacy and help us to pass it on to our children and our grandchildren. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for being with us today. God bless.